Welcome to the Royally Confident Podcast on this amazing sexy Sunday where we delve into the world of confidence, self-esteem, and personal growth fit for royalty. I'm your host Janice and I'm here to guide you on a journey towards unlocking your inner confidence and living your best life. So if you're ready to embark on a journey of self-discovery and empowerment, join me on the Royally Confident Podcast and get ready to unlock your inner confidence and reign supreme in your life today. Welcome back to Royally Confident with your host Janice, your confidence coach, who helps singles who just got out of a toxic relation get their confidence back. Yes, and I mean royally confident. You're going to feel like a star going down the star walk of fame and nobody could fucking touch you because you're a, a star. Yeah, that's the type of confidence I want you to get from my channel. Right. So today's today's episode is episode three. And today's episode is going to be about setting boundaries because you cannot be confident without setting and keeping your boundaries. And I'm going to be super honest right now. That is extremely hard for me still to set healthy boundaries with my boyfriend, with my friends, with my family, and with strangers. It is still extremely hard to set boundaries. But when I do, oh man, I had to really think about it. I know that feeling you get, right? That feeling that hurts right here because you chose you for the first time and God knows how long. How long have you been taught to always put others first? How long? Because that's all I was taught. A good example is when I was young, my uncle won a toy for me, right? Those little beanie babies, if you know what beanie babies are. He won this cool beanie baby that smelled like roses. And his daughter was so mad, so mad that I won something. I mean, I didn't win, but he won something for me and he couldn't win something for her. She made a big deal. And mind you, they live in Vegas and I lived in California at the time. And that's like a four hour drive. She was so mad for that whole four hours when we finally got home. She made this big fuss to my mom about how I how how can I get something and she get nothing. So my mom took one of my favorite baby babies and said, "Which one do you want?" I was livid. I was so upset. I said, "Why do I have to give her one of my toys just because her dad didn't win her anything? That's just that doesn't even make sense." And, she, and my mom was like. You just got to do it. You just, you have to share. You got to put your feelings aside and give it to her. I was bawling out of control. Bawling like my eyes were crying. I was so upset at my mom. And you know what that taught me that day is that I had to give up my happiness to go make other people happy. Isn't that like fucked up? I'm just saying, isn't that fucked up? That... I had to give up my happiness to make this girl happy. And we're not even friends anymore. Like we don't even, we don't even connect on a good level. We're just like, hi, at family functions. And that's it. We don't conversate. We don't do anything. It's not because of that, but we're not even friends. So why should I give up my happiness for somebody who 
I had nothing to do with it. Her, it was her dad who won it. What, what does that got to do with me? Yeah, had, has that happened to you where you had to give up your favorite toy to make someone else happy because they were jealous of your toys? And your parents said that you just got to do it? Sometimes you got to do things you don't like? Right, when you, when you get mad, when you got mad when you were a kid about your toy being given to this person that, like, it's not even your fault, you set that boundary with your parent. You set a boundary and was like, no, I don't want to give her my toys. And your parent disrespected your boundary. And she, they just walk all over your boundary. And then now you're crushing. You're like, how can I ever set a healthy boundary again without, you know, feeling bad because I'm supposed to feel bad for this person who doesn't have the same thing as me. Like, how am I supposed to set healthy boundaries for myself if my parents can't even show me how to set boundaries? Like, how fucked up is that? I couldn't believe it. And ever since then, it, and actually, it hasn't even been since then. Like, that has always been something my mother is bestilled in me is that I have to sacrifice my happiness for others. I have to learn how to, what's that favorite word that parents like to use? Share. I have to share. But they don't realize that's telling you, like it's teaching you to like forget your boundaries and give people what you want, they want because they're upset. Like, yeah, I could share a pillow, maybe. No, why? But that's where my boundaries were crossed. Not only that, I was molested when I was around seven years old. Yeah, I have trauma. Hard trauma. And I let my mother know, and she did not believe me. Mind you, our relationship is good now. But she did not believe me, and I told her I didn't want to be around that person anymore, and she disrespected that brownie again and brought me around him again because they were dating. So I have literally been shown that boundaries didn't even matter. It doesn't matter, right? So it's always been hard for me to actually set boundaries with people because I'm afraid they're going to react like the same way my mother did so I have like all this healing I still have to do when it surrounds my mother but these boundaries I create and they're being crossed now I let people go or I have to remind them constantly like please do not cross this boundary and I get to a point where I just I just ghost people yeah, I don't ghost, like, guys I date, right? But I will ghost friends. <laughs> you try your hardest to really connect with somebody, and then they don't really connect back. What What are you supposed to do? I mean, if they ask me, like, what happened, I'm going to tell them. But for now, we're separated, and that's usually how a lot of friendships go, especially in the U.S., where they just stop talking to you. They just don't even communicate with you anymore. That's, like, a thing. They don't like your boundaries, so they just don't want to, you know, fuck with you anymore. And that's just the same with me, too, sometimes. But it's, it is extremely hard to set these boundaries, especially when you're dating. You have sexual boundaries that you don't want crossed. 
I can't even tell you the amount of times where I told a guy no and I wind up saying yes because they pretty much kept asking me why, 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 why. And my whole idea was like, no, no, no. So it was like a secret kind of, how do you say? They say it's still a type of rape where it's like you're coerced. It's just something you did not want to do. Right? And, and now I know that. And now, if I ever date after my now boyfriend, I'm going to say no and leave if I get a why. Because I don't need to deal with that. I don't want to deal with that. I already feel bad sometimes by saying no to people if they ask me for money. And I shouldn't even feel bad because of that. But because of my trauma, that I feel bad. Like, I feel extremely bad. And that's just something I have to work on. So, I've been doing really well by saying no, especially if I don't have the means to, like, pay for something. I'll say no. And it is, and that's another trauma. Like, have you ever had where you set a boundary where people will ask you for money? And then they flip out on you. They give you, like, the meanest attitude. And they and they use your friendship against you. They say, I thought we were friends. A real friend would do this. Why won't you do this? And then when you actually get a healthy friend, a healthy friend that says, oh, it's okay, and they still talk to you after you say no, that's a keeper. Because I've had friends that stopped being my friend because I told them no, and they never contacted me anymore. And that, and it's a blessing. It sucks, but it was a blessing. But those are those are the type of fears I have, because it's like I say no to letting you borrow money, and then you stop talking to me, and I and value our friendship. But I'll still say no, even though it scares the shit out of me to see if this person's gonna leave. I'll be fine. I'll be hurt for a little bit, but I'll be fine. And that's, you know, why it's hard for me to set boundaries, but I'm, I'm working on it. And you, you should too, you should work on setting your boundaries too, because the more you set them and the more you go by the boundaries you set, the more confident you'll feel about setting these boundaries and letting those go who don't respect your boundaries. Because it'll be second nature at this time. And those people who do not respect your boundaries are the people you really do need to let go of your life. I know you cherish their friendship, but if they make you feel bad for choosing you, and they make you feel bad because you want to loan them money, and they make you feel bad for having boundaries, then why are you their friend? Like No friend, literally no friend, should ever make you feel bad for choosing you at all and if they don't like how you choose you then they need to reevaluate how they feel about you because setting boundaries is so important for your mental health it is so important just for your mental health your confidence and just like how you feel about yourself because every time you go against your boundary tell me how you feel doesn't it feel like shit? Don't you feel like you made the worst mistake ever? Like you just betrayed your whole livelihood because you couldn't stick to your boundary. And then you second guess and doubt all your decisions you make because of that. Yeah, I've been there. I know like that shit does not feel good. And even when you set the boundaries, sometimes you second guess it. 
But after a while, you have to keep telling yourself, like, I finally got to choose me. I finally got to choose me. I finally got to choose me. Oh, my gosh. I finally got to choose me. I finally got to choose me. That's insane, intense type of emotion where you're like, oh, my God. I finally got to choose me. I finally got to choose me. So let me tell you the first time I really got to choose me is when I decided to leave America and travel the world. And I mean leave America. I don't plan on going back anytime soon. Not in a year, two, three, four, five years. I want to stay outside of America for a long time so I could just explore every country I just that's just been a dream of mine and I have a boyfriend and two dogs right and he still has a job where he's not remote and of course my dogs and I finally got a remote job and I have a business I waited six months almost six months for him to get on the same level as me and I realized that I was just not only betraying myself, but I had all this overwhelming, scare, like limiting belief about not being able to make it. And I just bought the ticket to Japan because Japan was my first stop. I bought the ticket to Japan, booked the Airbnb, and told my boyfriend that I'm leaving. And that, you know, he can meet me out here when he gets his stuff situated. And he's a great boyfriend because he did not, he could not stop me. Even if he tried to stop me, even if he tried to make me feel bad, I set my boundary. I was like, I'm leaving in March of 2023. I'm leaving in March. And it's either you're coming or you're staying. And if you're staying, great. I have someone to watch my dogs. If you're not, oh well. Like, I can't. If you are coming, cool. Now i got to figure out how to get the dogs. But he stayed. Not by choice. because, Well, yeah, still by choice because it was his choice. I told him to just get up and go. But by choice, he stayed. And I left. I chose me. And boy, did I feel bad for about a month straight about choosing me it took a lot of journal work mirror work affirmations and keep telling myself like you choose you you choose you and that's okay it's okay to choose you it's okay to say goodbye to the people you left back in america it's okay to go over here because you know that a distance doesn't mean you lose friends. Nothing means that way. And I had to set my own boundary for myself to stop feeling bad for leaving people behind. Because they weren't going to help me go, you know, to Japan or Thailand or Malaysia. I'm trying to go to China eventually. You know, I'm going places and I'm going to go to Europe by next year. I can't do that, like, with people trying to hold me back because they want to travel with me, but they don't have the means, or they don't want to take the big leap, so I had to create this boundary, it was like, don't wait for people 
just do what you gotta do. So if you will be like, I hope you visit me back in Florida, I'm gonna be like, well, you could come visit me. I'm not going over there. I've already been to Florida. I don't need to go back. So not only setting boundaries with people is very healthy for your mental health, it'll actually like help you heal that trauma of feeling bad for choosing you because you should never feel bad for choosing you. It's okay to make mistakes. That's something we have to do as a human being. Stop being afraid of the uncertainty of when you set a boundary. That's most of the fear that people have is the uncertainty of how people are going to react. It's okay if they react crazy because once they react crazy to your boundary, that's how you know that they were probably using you and they're not your real friend. And sometimes it does come from love, but if you want that type of love, then that's what you you stay. If you don't, then you know they've got to leave because your happiness, literally your happiness should be number one. All right, that's what I'm saying. I want to move on to sexual boundaries. This is super important in the dating world. Make sure you let them know that that's not what you're looking for. And if you're a guy watching this, make sure you ask permission to even talk about that type of language. Ask if that's the conversation they want to have. And women, don't say yes just because you think they're hot. Like, just don't. And the same for men. Don't say yes because you think they're hot and you want them because they're hot. Or you you think they're funny and you want them because they're funny. And, like, no. Because there's hot people, funny people all out there. And you don't have to betray what you don't want just to get them in your life. Don't feel like this is the hottest person I will ever be with because it's not going to be the hottest person you ever be with it will not be the hottest person you've ever been with i can count how many hot guys i've been with that society deems hot and they weren't the only hot guy i've been with so don't act like you are not gonna be with hot guys because you are stop saying yes to these people that you want to say no to if someone asks hey Are you down to DTF and you want to say no? Say no. And if they beg you, you need to leave. You need to run because that's what they want. They want you to cave. Some men are taught that if they keep asking, you'll eventually say yes. Don't say yes. Walk away. So when it comes to sexual boundaries, we need to know, say no. And if they beg and beg and beg, Come on, why, but why, but why, but why, I guess I can get it somewhere else, but why, oh, I guess you're that type of girl that's rigid, or you're frigid, or you're bougie that you just don't want to have sex with me, like, just say, okay, I'm a, I need to go home, like, I don't need to deal with someone trying to make me feel bad because I don't want to have sex with them, you do not want that. You, I guarantee you do not want that unless that's what you've been wanting and then there's no way you would say no. And if you, that's not what you want, then you, you gotta walk away. You gotta turn around and walk away. And, and for strangers, do not care 
how they feel. Do not care if they think that you're a bitch. Do not care if they think you're crazy. Do not care if they think you're frigid or uptight. Like they're strangers. You can never see them again. I bet I bet you you will never see them again. And if you do, you just walk the other way. So you don't have to see them again. Run. Run as fast as you can because that is not the type of person you want to be with. You want to be with someone who respects your body. You want someone who respects your mind. And you want someone to respect your boundaries. And you know where that starts? That starts with you respecting your own boundaries. Don't betray yourself for a small time fun that you probably won't even like. Most of the time sex ain't even good with the first time with people. It's like rare when it is. So just respect your boundaries. Like if you want to have sex on the first date, that's fine. I'm not going to say, oh, respect yourself. Don't have sex on the first date. No. If that's what you want, go do it. But when I mean respect yourself, I mean respect the boundaries you set towards people. So if you're telling them, no, I don't want to have sex on the first date, and they beg you, and they're asking why, and you just gave in, then you're not respecting your boundaries. You're not respecting yourself. And where me for me I felt like shit afterwards because I wanted to say no and they had sex with me and I'm pretty sure I'm never going to hear from them again because they like to hit it in credit and if I do hear it hit it again they usually don't want a real relationship and they make you feel bad for choosing you like no so 9 out of 10 is not a good idea. That 1% is that. That rare occurrence where they actually are respectful after they beg. But best believe, respect your boundaries. But thank you for coming back. I know this is your confidence coach helping you level up your confidence. I hope you level up your confidence and stick to your boundaries. And we're going to get through it together. I'm still offering a free coaching session. It'll be in the bio or description, whatever you want to call it. It'll be in the description for you to make an appointment today. And I cannot wait to see you on the next Royally Confident Show. Respect your boundaries. Respect your boundaries and respect other boundaries, other people's boundaries. That's important. Thank you for joining me on the Royally Confident Podcast. Remember, confidence is not something reserved just for royalty. It is a mindset and skill that anyone can cultivate. By embracing your unique qualities, overcoming self-doubt, and taking action towards your goals, you can unlock your inner confidence and reign supreme in all areas of your life. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would greatly appreciate it if you could leave me a review and share it with your friends and family. Your support helps me reach more people who can benefit from my empowering content. Stay tuned for future episodes every sexy Sunday, where I will continue to explore the world of confidence and personal growth. Until then, remember to embrace your worth, believe in yourself, and live a life that is royally confident.